You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Ad Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, and the actual host, the real honest to God host of Ad Space. The most delicious name in podcasting. Elise Bacon Bacon, how are you? I have been taking appropriate stretch breaks, eating breaks, hydration breaks, and spirit bond checks. That only makes sense in the terms of Final Fantasy. I'm gathering, running around in a circle, smacking rocks forever for the next nine days. Just smacking rocks and trees. Why the next nine days? Because it is an event called um, the Ishgard Restoration. It's the last phase of it. And there's a whole leaderboard. People have been affectionately calling it crafter, like crafting and gathering PvP because we're all competing against each other to see <laughs> who can do the most of nothing. <laughs> and it's a lot. But this also means that because I'm literally just going to be running around in a circle a very pretty circle. I've taken some great screenshots. You can check out check them out on my Twitter because that's where all my screenshots are going now. And everybody's DMs and every Discord I mean, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, you are the crafting person. You should be confident in your crafting person abilities. So the the uh, creation of drip is key to the role playing experience. I just so. like how pretty they look. I'm like, look, it's a pretty everybody look. Like I just like I just go full Leo with it, and I think it's only acceptable to people because I'm a Leo. Well, also because you're good at it. Um, one thing we don't talk about enough, which we'll get to in a moment, after I introduce our guest. Yes. The leader of the free world. The one-person shadow government that you answer to, and you don't even know it. <laughs> Ro, Ro, how are you? Well, now I'm delightful and fine, and I can't find your statement to be inaccurate. Although, I don't take any responsibility for what's happening right now, because these people, these are not my people in charge. I didn't put them there. The world would be much better if people would just listen to what I say. Well, um, it would probably make way more sense. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That would be... That would be Actually, more. no. That's what makes me really angry about it, is that it does make sense, but it, it's infuriating. Right, but you know, I'm, we've also established that I'm slightly lazy and I don't leave my house and I don't want to people. So there's that. You know, I'm a lazy kingmaker. Sorry. So it's really funny because I'm the type of person who doesn't want, who specifically doesn't want to be like head leader or like the leader, but I would rather be like the second in command that the dictator tells to do the things. You want to be the enforcer. I, it, it's mm. just so good. <laughs> I'm just like I just, I just find it delightful that you want to be the enforcer given that I know that your entire forcer gear would be in shades of pink maybe a touch of gray so I don't find there to be anything wrong with that it'd be all pink and gray <laughs> I just I just want to build make the infrastructure and then hold everyone to it as I see fit that's, I that's all I want in life that's all I just don't want to make decisions I want to make the efficiency I just want to build the efficiency from decisions I've given. I've been giving. Okay. 
I would. I, I would. I want to be the outward front-facing person that speaks to everybody. I'm. I'm okay with that. Like, I, isn't that isn't that basically the PR person? Right. I'd like to be that. Well, I'd like to be the the facing. Oh no! No, no. We'll facing, make Aaron the figurehead. Right. I'd like to be the figurehead properly. Oh, I just called that elaborate PR. Oh no, that's something completely different. That I we clearly have a person within our bell whack of people who would need to be in charge with that level of PR. That's phenom. Oh, <laughs> right. Aaron is going to be, you know, our our figurehead around which people, you know, gather behind the voice, you know. I already told you we could definitely turn his voice just into ASMR. Just with the random things that he mutters while he's gaming. I mean, it hits the right tone. It's got that right calming effect. We could totally sell that. I could absolutely sell that. It's funny. Uh, this can go on our Patreon. I'm just saying. I mean, I would need so someone. We, we'll, have, we'll have an Aaron OnlyFans. I would need someone else to And then we'll have an, uh, a, a, a Patreon section specifically for Aaron ASMR. Uh, we would need um, product. We would need production people because I don't want to produce my own. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to produce my own. Whatever that is, ASMR. I wouldn't be able to produce. It. You so, wouldn't need to. Right. It would literally be like you sit there doing the thing, and then I would be recording it. Right. Or me. I'm or, just saying. Or Ro. Right. And this then, happen. And yeah. then editing would happen. And then you'd be given a file to put somewhere. I mean, that's fun. That would work. Um, well, there you go. Contact us. Let us know what you think. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm not. I'm serious. You know, like, listen. You can find you can find me at ANS Freeman on Twitter. Uh, Bacon is. I love asking this. Bacon, what's your Twitter handle? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I can't just... even say it anymore. Cause... Bacon, what have you done to your Twitter handle? No, my Twitter handle's fine. It's just. There's a zero and a Z and they're right next to each other and like it fucks me up. I love it because it's in there, <laughs> so I get the opportunity to go B four C zero and Z I L L A. That's B four C zero N Z I L L A to contact Bacon on the internet. <laughs> See, I just keep things in my life simple. Well, somebody took my name. How did you allow that to happen? The worst part was is I made that name like years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago on the Twitter. So like this is before like anybody had creativity in their names on Twitter. So I'm extra annoyed that that name got taken. I'm sorry. Right. It was a travesty. So I went, you know what? I'm going to be that person and do Lee. Fair. I mean, <laughs> at that point, do you really have any other options or choices? I don't think so. No. And... I do leap ironically, just to make fun of that entire you do entire section of people's lives. And see, this is why I stay in my house, mind <laughs> my own damn business, and read. It was about it was about a good ten years of leap speak that you know was super cool with people. Was was it was, it was so was. We do have a show. Like, we have a show. Are we sure? Do we? In theory. <laughs> in theory, just, we have the legal definition of a program, whereas if someone were to sue us for not having a program, they couldn't. I mean, even if we didn't have a legal definition of a program, if somebody sued us, they couldn't. Because I wouldn't allow it. Just saying. Oh. I don't think they could sue us. I mean, they might be able to, but I don't think so. Well, they, they could try. 
They could try. It would be a very weird case and full of sadness. For them. So, Just saying. Say, this is going to be a special episode of ADD Space. We're going to drift off topic, question marks. Actually, it's not off topic. It's all going to be on topic because this is a nerd space, and I believe in all nerd spaces. Everything that you are super into can basically be a form of nerdism. So today we're going to be going in on uh, Gamergate and how people have extremely short-term memory about it. And have short-term memory about it even when they talk about it regularly. Um, why Japan does not give a fuck about us in the way that we somehow still, for whatever reason, think they do. And... Just like why? Whenever we talk about, whenever the topic of Japan not caring about our feelings comes up, I always think about Resident Evil Five, and I remember this. They interviewed the guy who directed it, and he said, "I've done extensive research about Africa," and he had a he had background. His computer had like four tabs open <laughs> about Africa. Extensive, extensive like, research. I was like, "Nigga, excuse me." And I was like, oh, right, that actually is extensive research because typically they don't give a fuck and go off the fucking top. <laughs> anyway, so that was extensive research. He is, in fact, not lying. They just don't give a fuck about it. He flipped open the National Geographic that they consider to be a reference material. Uh, I know Aaron wants to talk about how social media is ruining the black nuclear family. Really, Aaron? Really? We're still there. Oh God! I didn't want to talk about it, but if you leave me, you leave me a mic. I can do some hotep shit. If you want this hotep nonsense, I can give it to you. I will. I will waste everyone's fucking time. I feel that we should not allow any of us to jump down that rabbit hole. I feel like I should pull a veto. Do I have a veto? Because I, I feel like I need an Empire Records level veto right now. I have. Listen, I have lots of feelings about things that matter a great deal. Sweet baby Jesus, what did I agree to? No bacon, please. We need to go. Uh, another segment called "That's Not How It Works." And um, also, I have to look for it. It's very colorful. Oh, that's how that, how it works. It's kind of highly relevant right now because we were at the time in the conversation ranting about how people don't think they need to know how government works before they start talking about the government. Which the mixes really well with the fourth, with the next topic, which could be four or five. I don't remember. I lost count. It's, it's four, baby girl. It's four, baby boy. Thank you. Uh, Folks will being willfully obtuse in the name of the things they like. Yeah, that's uh I mean, isn't that just being I did not... talk a little bit. I mean, I'm... I did talk a little bit about that on the last episode. But those are the kind of topics yeah. they we're gonna weave in and out of them because they're all weirdly related. Only because <laughs> they all seem to have some element of whack ass controversy to them. <laughs> all of it. All of it. All right, well, okay. All right, well, Captain, you brought us here. Do it. Okay. So in. Do I want to start with like I'm I'm stuck between GamerGate and this is not how it works. GamerGate. GamerGate. <laughs> you said we were starting with. We gotta Gamergate. start with GamerGate. Okay, Gamer you plotted out this show. You forgot. Let's do it. GamerGate. <laughs> so. What's got that Mac on your mind? So, we 
about in what 2016 it was long long time ago when a galaxy far far away in the year of 2016 there was a game developer who had made a free game about depression who had broken up with their boyfriend and that boyfriend wrote like a 30,000 page diatribe on Reddit that got taken down because at that point it was too fucked up for Reddit. And so he took it to 4chan and it was this huge thing on how, oh my God, his girlfriend dumped him, but she was terrible because she cheated on him with this other person. And it was talking it was like i i had read it at the time and i couldn't tell you what everything in it was because it was literally thirty thousand words of just misogyny and really abusive like like emotionally abusive like clearly this was an abusive relationship that they had had language that was 2014 that's my year 2014 the election was in 2016 fuck my yeah. life <laughs> no. no i mean i mean the reality of the situation is it inter- it weaves in and out so much that there are a lot of people who didn't even realize what was happening or how big a deal it was until two years later so but i right. remember this i remember the zoe post no um, i remember the <laughs> and i remember that it was 2014 but my brain always like my brain now auto defaults to the election of 2016 oh, where that's it, sad where mm. it used to default to 2014 with gamergate that's sad. Yeah. We so, need to get you new touchstones in life. I need These- new, please, mm-hmm. God, give me new mm-hmm. touchstones. Um, Got to watch more cartoons. I do. I'm going to definitely be doing that, though. So this evolved into, because, you know, uh, 4chan is basically an internet, for, what was, is an internet forum cesspool. Was. Uh, is it 4chan gone? Were, I think it's I think were, it's gone now. They removed that shit. Good riddance. Fuck Thank off. you, Cloud. Okay, let's just make a note of how old Cl- 4chan is. Cloud fi- Cloudflare is that the dropped them for old internet heads. <laughs> this was like the ba- one of the basics internet hosting sites in like the early 2000s. The beta that never stopped being a beta. <laughs> <laughs> stop being a beta it never got better it's just it was was usually like baby's first real hosting site i know but i think the most interesting thing about the beginnings and the origins of what gamergate was is this dude's whole rant was built around the fact that he wanted to accuse his girlfriend of infidelity and it turned and morphed and turned into this big huge thing that as he continued to edit it he ended up debunking himself and yeah. his own and his whole description of his own toxic ass relationship. And somehow that seemed to still be okay with folks. Well, so they basically took one small part of something that he had written and he had basically said that she had um had like had cheated on him with a person who was working at Kotaku who had given her game a really good rating. Now, first off, that's not what happened. Uh, That was actually just a friend of hers. 
that whatever their relationship may have been no clue but it was just like this random person at kotaku um quinn's game was on a like i want to say it was like a list of 100 or like 400 games that was like these are like the best indie games of the year it was just on a list and it was actually done by a different person like it was put on that list by a person that wasn't the person she was supposed to be having the this magical affair with Hmm. and it turned into this huge thing where they're like it got warped into um people saying that she was you know utilizing her body as a way to get better readings for a game and this is a problem with ethics and game journalism apparently that's that's what vagina holders do we just throw it around right even though like us even though like the whole casting couch thing is because of is usually a you know men power structure thing no no it's because she brought a vagina in the room i mean she brought it there isn't isn't that i mean you're right how but that but that that like in true honesty out of all of this stuff that happened like like the things that kind of clicked with me is suddenly you know that's when you started hearing the beginning of the social justice warrior being called as a pejorative um and yeah, which I thought was amazing and magical. And the fact that this actually raised to the level of it being called a quinspiracy. Yeah, so it was a quinspiracy. And they were also bringing in other people. Yeah. With and, it. So, like, and Anita Sarkeesian had also at this time posted a video. I want to say that one was about Hitman. Yeah. It was about Hitman and basically just be like talking. It was a critical analysis on how hitman's essentially like extremely problematic and kind of trash um but actually like critically now it was is actual critical analysis like this is basically a video thesis paper is like all of her all of the stuff that she posted on um on her uh youtube at the time like it's all like really academic and so People were accusing her of stealing money and like not doing stuff in like return and not backing up promises, even though like equipment and editing software and traveling like to do talks like costs a shit ton of money. And universities don't usually like, unless it's like a huge professor, like with like a hundred thousand books underneath them, they usually don't pay for people to do those trips. Right. Like most of those come out of the speaker's own pocket. Or even if they pay some, it's reimbursed. So they're paying up front and hoping they get it third back. But right. I mean, even if you go into all of that and they wanted to say that there was some illegitimacy to how things were happening and blah, 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 doxing. Like you, you like you get to the end of the day, all of these people got together and decided that not only do we get to be mad at you and we don't like what you're saying. And we don't like that you're coming into what we consider to be our industry and talking about our games, all while having a vagina and daring to have an opinion. And oh my <laughs> God, may you be queer or a person of color or an intersection of both. Or anything else that we don't understand. Anything not cis, hetero, white, and male. Mm. Although there, we talked uh, about- you really, wanna, you, really, you really wanna hold on to that white in front of male? There's also internalized racism and internalized misogyny and internalized uh, 
queer antagonism. Okay, because so. I was about to say, you being real nice, because some of the people who I, I mean, I, like I, I, I'm a filthy casual now. I already told both y'all that. It's been a while since I've been in any kind of gaming circles. Like if I'm on a Twitch stream, it's because of somebody who I know who I was watching from back then and I still watch. I don't barely game anymore because, well, I had a big kid job and I worked 12 hour days and a bitch was tired. But so my friends, I came into Gamergate adjacent to all this going, what in the magical fuck is going on? And one of my friends is queer. He's like, she's like, my friend just got doxxed because they made a comment into a thread about that there should be you should be capable of taking criticism about your games and even if the criticism comes from a queer woman that doesn't invalidate it just because you don't like the speaker and I was like okay now I must sadly enough jump down this rabbit hole because what in hell are you talking about and I think that's how a lot of people came into Gamergate and the bad thing about that is is the the patina to use a you know fancy word that i like a lot that got put on the whole situation and making it look like it was about journalistic integrity and ethics and um you know right of passage speaking and whether or not people are politicizing or 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 turning fandoms into something else was polygon and the article they posted that was trash <laughs> And I don't think that writer lasted there very long now that I think about it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how long they lasted. All I know is they they did a lot of major crafting around the narrative of the conversation. And they left things out like uh, Anita having to go to the FBI. Uh, right. How many times Quinn got doxxed and it actually turned into like swatting where people are showing up at people's houses or showing up at people's jobs and you know, all sorts. And, and so I just thought it was really weird. I was like, any two times you can write a piece that's based in fact and analysis that can be found and end up getting death threats that require you to have to leave your damn house. We have a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. And see, and that's where we can actually talk about ethics in games journalism, because at that time you had a, a lot of, um, I almost want to say that, like, especially, like, games journalism really evolved from, like, reviews and blogs. That's not inaccurate. I'd say that's not inaccurate. And it didn't, up until more recently, become, like, you should have a journalism degree on this. It's still not like you need to have a journalism degree. You can still bypass that criteria. You can still bypass that criteria, but the fact that there's even like that criteria is like even a thought now. Like that didn't used to be yeah. a thing. That wasn't That's a true. thing. So you had some really you had writers who aren't used to journalistic professionalism and ethics. But you also had journalists. And then actual journalists who don't know anything about video games who also have questionable ethics starting to like jump in or not even questionable ethics they just had questionable sources and didn't know it so that's when you started getting the articles i think one of the first ones i read was like <laughs> game death of games and the women who killed them uh and i was like that is a horrible ass title a and b it already tells me you only talk to one side of the people in this conversation and Aaron is being very quiet, and I would like to know what Aaron thinks about the origins of Gamergate. I'm just saying. Hi, join us. 
because we're loud bitches and we'll talk forever right <laughs> it's one of those things where um you ask me you go what do you think what do you think cis het man I go, well, <laughs> you know and it's like yes i mean i don't think i thought it was deeply problematic then and it spiraled out of control to where we're at now that's why i'm letting you guys set the table because this will go quite nicely into that's not how any of this works so i'm just letting you guys set the table because nothing Mm -hmm. we haven't been paying attention to how any of this works for a bit (laughs) so that's why i'm just letting you guys okay fair but i also heard in there i don't feel safe and you're not tricking me and saying shit there's the deal There is there okay. is simply there is simply very little to add from your perspectives. So I just okay, I'm comfortable with I'm letting you guys cook. I'm just letting you guys cook. There's just nothing else I can do. I mean, if you want me to throw a little pepper on top and come by and give a little pepper on top, then I sure. mean everybody on the show is non-white. We like spices. Right. Um it's cool. You got spice to add, add it. One of the things though, especially with Gamergate, that was like that. So when people think about video games up until, like, you know, the last, like, 10 years where people have been, like, companies and, like, other, like, adults, especially, and even older adults have now started been taking things, like, more seriously as in, like, oh, this isn't just something that kids do. Like, games aren't just a kid's thing. Like, there's a definitely a bit, for a while, there's kind of, like, an out-of-touch idea on i'm talking okay. about outside of gamers not, okay i was about to i know you i know you can see my face <laughs> yeah, like not, not, so like not inside of game. gamers like g- gamers all know that we're all ages all genders etc even if we get really angry because genders and ages and especially genders and queerness are bad <laughs> Um, thanks, Wayman. I, I mean, I I like knowing that I'm playing with queer people. I don't, I don't care. I totally um, uh, don't. If I'm Overwatch, my job is to kill you if you're not on my team. I don't care. The question I have is, are you on my side or not? Are you with me or are you against me? And if I'm rolling solo, my job is to end all of you. So you can be whoever you Listen. want behind your mic or your headphone or your controller. I'm going to try to kill you. Listen, uh, I you just know. need to not hear nigger. like that's the level of my caringness like are we not gonna talk are we not gonna make women in the kitchen jokes and are we not gonna uh that's true are we not i had a tendency to turn a a global chat off i'm not gonna lie i got i got to especially if i was playing mmos and uh we were outside yeah i would turn i'd turn off here's my question why do we turn off the chat because I don't like felonies and communicating a threat over the internet is still considered to be a felony <laughs> and carries with it 25 years to life. I mean, uh, I'm being honest. Like, you're like if you was feeling froggy, you wanted to leave. Okay, I'm grown. Let's do this. But yeah, I just didn't want to deal with the mess. I got tired of the mess. I just came to play. I didn't want to be harassed. And I didn't want to make somebody's child cry and then have that person go back and say something next thing I know I'm having a conversation because they've managed to twist the conversation around to where I'm now the aggressor and I'm now the problem. So I would just turn chat off, but I see the point that you talked me around to making for you bacon. Yes. 
<laughs> but what so one of the things I kind of want to bring up is that even before then, I mean, there's this there's this joke. Well, not joke. Well, yeah, it's it's a truth joke where it's don't feed the trolls, don't talk on mic, don't go into the comment section. And it's like there's a very clear reason why we don't do these things. Why do we not do these things? Because of literally all of the people who came out during Gamergate. Harassing people, like nonstop harassment. I mean, we like to play like this was just a guy who was pissed off at his girl and it triggered other people who felt the same way. But you have to remember, Milo popped up in this mess too. Right. And brought, and, yeah, so. And then there was Baldwin from mm. that mm. asshole from Firefly mm. and... Who mm. decided to retweet on his personal Twitter with hundreds of thousands of follows, like in support of Gamergate, and blew it com like it completely blew up. And that's actually how Milo even got in on it. Yeah, because that was right before Breitbart hopped into the mob and started acting a fool. But you also have to remember oh, see, I see what you did there. Uh, it's all. I see what you did there, Aaron. This is when you started to get the crossover into other areas outside of fandom where people were unhappy and you started seeing, you know, again, bigger terminology being applied to people. Cause I'm like, look, I'm, I'm a film critic and television critic and I read books. Everybody has a problem with the fact that my entire existence on a professional level is about having an opinion. <laughs> it's what I do. It's how I feed myself. It's how I make money. So I was sitting back and I would just watch this stuff. I would. I was like, The Guardian waited a really long time to start condemning Gamergate. And the simple fact that a lot of this stuff was coming out of the UK. Hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a problem. Uh, I mean, there were non, there were very few non-game related or pop culture or fandom related sites that even covered it even knowing that the FBI was involved so there were U.S. journalists who knew about what was going on saw the crossover with Breitbart getting involved and talking about these things and then suddenly this is now spiraling into accusations of embezzlement uh uh, conversations about like they're going after celebrated figures to get them fired Right. And it all is still coming from the same people. And you, you know, like if you like want to be real about it, a lot of the boards and the stuff that they started, like incel didn't even belong to them until the person who started it, because she was trying to talk to other celibate people, took a step back. And when they stepped back into it, realized that it turned into this amalgamation of hate for women and it turned into a place where you started running into seeing manifestos about what they're owed. Right. Where you have men who are, who feel like they are owed sex and are angry, owed sex or owed relationships with. And then it crossed over into what they thought they were owed in gaming. These are our games. These are our realms. Not even realize these how are, many people these who are, are our comics. These are our comics. These are our movies not even realizing how many people who were silent on the mic who they played with every day were black, queer, female, non-binary, trans, not ever even processing that because 
we automatically knew we couldn't engage on that level. So there was a whole level of the world that we were denied open access to trying to avoid them. And then they came to where we were. Literally literally about, I think it was 48% of all console gamers at that time were women. Well, yeah, that's because we're gainfully employed and we can afford good consoles. <laughs> right. We didn't live but, in our mama house. But there's again, there's that idea where like women don't play games. They're just like, you know, there's a minor, a massive minority trying to take hold of. That was one of the things that was going over, like you know. Yeah. But it wasn't true. Like over forty, it was like over forty-five percent. It was like forty-five. The numbers kept switching between like forty-five percent to fifty percent of console gamers, and like not casual, like not like when they think of like casual games people think of like farmville etc even though none of those are casual games by any way shape or form any game where you can either play it enough to get kicked out of school or lose your job is not casual right any game where you need to log in every 30 minutes to an hour to do something is not a casual game at all regardless of what you all might think i can always tell i I say this all the time i can always tell when a person hasn't played farmville because they'll be playing like a shooter or something and they'll be like or you know uh some sort of tower defense game or an rts and they'll be like this isn't farmville go play farmville if you want you know to farm and i'm like you clearly have never played farmville because farmville is like a hundred times more cutthroat than this game (laughs) i mean look i'm old enough to where all of this stuff used to be tabletop and i always think it's funny people are like oh you couldn't do this and you couldn't do world domination i was like you couldn't play risk be quiet right do you know how many world domination tabletop games that we all grew up on i was like before we ever got before i had enough money of my own to decide that i was going to buy these things and play on my computer like we would be in my house playing a physical game and i think that's the other thing that a lot of people who were involved in gamergate never really realized because tabletop games in D&D fell into another category in this particular group of people's minds until you got too deep into 4chan and 8chan, which then means you're practicing shitty self-care and you should seek help before you started running into the people who, who were like the old school heads, like the people who D and D and you're like, yeah, no, we didn't have any chicks in our circle. And I was like, okay, I still got some gen one books come at me. Right. It's like, well, do you you know why you didn't have, chicks yeah like there's a really good reason and you're it's kind of like you saying that you didn't have chicks in your circle as like a dude is basically a giant red flag as to your character yeah you're telling me something about how one you're telling me about how you game two you're telling me about the campaigns you run which means they're probably boring and also probably rapey yeah yeah way rapey and Mm -hmm. Three, y'all always got somebody who you were going to need at the end of the fucking campaign killed within the first five minutes because you fucked with the wrong NPC and took the wrong side mission. So I didn't want to fuck with you anyway. And that's why we weren't in your circles because y'all was dumb and your DM was stupid. So, uh, but when you have those conversations, they're like, well, wow, you seem to know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm going to stab you in your eye and I'm just going to go over here because (laughs) I can't with you. They think the fact that we weren't in their circles or they think the fact that, um, when women actually started coming out and writing op-eds and saying, hey, you know, y'all are kind of leaning real heavy into the incel Nazi land. Are you doing that on purpose? Should we be concerned? Because there was a time period for a while 
you know, we could just say one name and it covers all of it. Jesse damn signal. My Jesus. Signal. I hate this person. Oh, and just in case you're wondering and you think that this has ended, Jesse has now decided that his the new Bellwack that he wants to target is YA writers. So home hadn't gone anywhere. He's just now over in our world and messing with book reviewers, messing with authors. It is, yeah, so the whole harassing women, talking about like tropes, and he makes the correlation between the two. He, and says things like, oh, yeah, well, what do you expect from people who want to write books where they never have to grow up and they can all exist in love triangles? And I was like, oh, so you've never actually read a YA novel and you can't spell dystopian, let alone know what it is. Got it. Also, you literally just described, like, all of Terry Brooks's books. I did, or he... He did. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you clearly never read Terry Brooks. Don't do it, because death would confuse you. Uh, I've read all of them. Because uh, we love Terry Brooks. But yeah, but you you get into this and then suddenly instead of this being a conversation about a group of people who got really douchey and rapey and, you know, murder, death, kill, threatening with women who they felt didn't belong in their sphere, suddenly they're considered activists. Right. And you're, Are, they're, they're being legitimized. Yeah, by everybody. And I want to mention that even before Gamergate, like, took off the way it did, I literally learned about our Anita Sarkeesian from my, ins like, when you think of an incel now, like, I, I lived with a person who was that, like, believes in eugenics and, oh, doesn't, and doesn't believe that and didn't believe that black people should be did not believe in affirmative action even though it's not a law it's a suggestion it's policy <laughs> that it's helps women policy that helps women but why were you around this person um were I you did, a hostage no so the interesting thing is like he was when i when i knew him like we were uh we were teenagers and when I moved up here like we still stayed friends but then when he moved in with us there was like a very significant personality change I was from Arizona so you have to remember what southern Arizona is like oh no I know you're from men's rights land it's fine it's yeah fine. so like but there was like a significant it was like massive like I was shocked this and sounds I, like a hostage situation it, I, I honest to God, after a while, it felt like a hostage situation because I was bound by a lease. See, I'm sorry. It's a contract. So, yes, it was a hostage situation. It was a hostage situation. Um, but so I, he would watch five-hour YouTube videos where, like, the dudes would, all they would do is rant about Anita Sarkeesian for hours and how she's a horrible person. That's how I found out about her. Is I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go look at her YouTube videos. And then I went the other direction. <laughs> Completely opposite of it. You went to the where the rational people I went, I went to the, I was just like, I was just like, what? It actually made me more concerned, of course. So like these videos, like there were, there are cis dudes who spend hours and this is before gamergate they would spend hours 
going off on how terrible these women are. And at the end of the day, it really just boiled down to their women talking about things they like. That's why I don't think that there is anything that that you can really call pre-Gamergate. Because I know we put a definitive date, August 2014, and the Zoe post or Zoe post. I don't remember how Quinn pronounced her first name, but whatever. I'm going to call you Quinn. I'm sorry. But I, whatever you want to call it. I know we put that point, but I'm older than both y'all, and none of this is real new. None of right. it. And, and none of it even... Of- you know, none of it even stops being vocal. It just kind of waxes and wanes between being something that you find in Fortune 500 corporate CEO executive management level problems, and then you see it float back over out into fandom and pop culture. And I think it's ironic that until this specific situation with these people, no one made the correlation between those two worlds because it's the same people. The same CEOs and executive and managers who would go to work and act a fool were the ones who came home and gamed at night. They're mm-hmm. the ones who had sons and daughters who they got into gaming and played favorites with their sons. So it's like it was all this really weird, incestuous, messed up place that found a place to be together on a message board called 4chan. And then when 4chan wasn't enough and one of the guys who owned 4chan sold it and moved to Thailand because he's like, what the fuck? And then suddenly you get 8chan and then he's like, oh, well, I don't own this either. I no longer want to be a wizard. I'm going to get married now and stop being an incel. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's, that's, what he, that's literally what he did. That's what he did. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not being a smart ass. I am. But that's what he did. He's like, hmm. I no longer want to be a wizard. This is this is too when the guy who's the guy says this is too much. Right. And that's literally how 8chan happened. 8chan happened because 4chan wasn't um 4chan was too restrictive. So they made 8chan. Because slander, you know. Because slander. Have we dovetailed enough? Have we dovetailed enough? Well, you know, actually it wasn't dovetailed. It was all just very, right. it was, it's all background information that I don't think people realize. So like, that's actually the, the point I was trying to make is there was, all of these people existed before Gamergate. And then Gamergate just kind of like became, like took all of these people and it just became like a horde of horribleness. It's called coalescence. Coalescence of terror. Right. And because we're so quick to forget, having just uh, taking time out to really go over it is actually really important because we will forget because we love forgetting, boy. That's our thing. That's our our chief export. So, yes. Well, how are you supposed to have unity if you remember the bad things that happened in the past when we want to turn the page? So these same people from Gamergate spread out further and created more boards like there's the red pill which is all about men's rights activism, which is fun. It's fun. It's, it's fun. And lawyers, also it's, it's a cool. It's where the lawyers live. So I know those yeah. people. Yeah. So yeah. that's basically where um uh I would almost say like call it intellectuals. Intellectual that far quotation marks. Well I'm saying it as they're throwing around a bunch of legal terms that they don't quite understand um about and also hierarchical systems because they're really big into the whole alpha male 
beta male zeta thing and create entire levels like like it's like they create like they have a caste system for men yeah. essentially and where they fit because and women are basically owed to them yes aaron that's oh, i have nothing to add i'm just saying i just i just i just know i've I know it's a bunch people. of it's I a bunch of lawyer people. types and faux intellectuals who are right. using a lot of big words to describe misogyny and sexism, right? And, it's and just and describe yeah. black people and Asians as various degrees of animals. Yes, because that's fun. Well, because you know, white men are at the top of the hierarchy, allegedly. Allegedly, I don't like if you can't survive a shark attack, you're not at the top of anyone's hierarchy. Thank you very much. Definitely and... not on top of the shark's hierarchy. Hmm? Definitely not on top of the shark's hierarchy. And I'm pretty sure the gators in Florida have some words. Okay, look, I don't know what's going on with Florida, but we're not talking about any crocs or gators from Florida. Have you seen them big, huge ass things? You're just chilling and rolling around like, hey, what's up across the golf course? Uh uh-uh. uh. Right. They can have it. That's right, what I'm no, saying. That's, that's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. There mm-hmm. is like, no, they're not. They're not mm-hmm. alpha anything as long as we have caters. You know, it's like we, y'all don't even know what an apex predator is. Yes, you don't my, know what my, an apex my, predator is because it's grinning at you from across the golf course. If I had several, if I had the money, my 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 biggest thing is would be a coffee table book about all the shit white people say that is wrong, like all the pillars that they put up made out of nothing. It's a vast majority of the basic information that we kick around daily that we have to argue with. It's just because white folks made up a thing, said a word. <laughs> That's it. They made stuff up. I would love to see a book just like chronicling as much of this white nonsense as we can possibly manage to get in one Bible. Right. Bible. Bible? <laughs> Bible? I feel like there's a... I, did, you just, did you just cough up a Bible? <laughs> the Bible. King James. <laughs> It, 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 sounds, it sounds like you might have a Bible caught in your yeah, throat. Yeah, I mean, you know, I trip so. over it every once in a while. Like, the deep irony for this is, is like, not every, everything has just the slightest kernel of truth to it, but it's all built around something that has been previously debunked, but because we don't value education and objective fact and, you know, I don't know, chronological history teaching it finds its way to weave back around so when they start talking about alpha males and you know testosterone levels and apex predators and all of this stuff we all know it's eugenics right like it's we all it's literally all shorthand for eugenics yeah and extremely long form actually it's, it's, long, it's, it's long form, babe. It's, long form. <laughs> it's so in the weeds. like like unless you've seen a post written it sounds like short form but it's just Right. But, but over and over and above that, it's even, it's, it's not even just that it's, it's a lot of, again, where you don't, people stop paying attention to the intersection because on one level they know that, oh, this is irrational. We can ignore it. But on another level, this stuff comes straight out of the new American Nazi party. It comes straight out of the messaging that was in the Turner Diaries. It comes straight out of the propaganda that came out of Reconstruction in the South up through the Klan into Indiana. And then it comes straight out of the the Confederate like war of attrition that they won 
as evidenced by how many places have statues of Confederate anything. And no one really wants to talk about the intersection between those things because it's easier to just say, oh, they're irrational or, or they're just trying to find ways to hype them up or they're just trying to you know, build up and bolster their confidence. They're just trying to find their manhood. And we say all these things and I'm just like, but you know, the same person who made this whole theory that you guys are all enamored of was weak. You know, it all goes back to the whole same theory of like, you know, weak man of China look, we come over here and we fight you and we beat you and we prove to you that we are the superior being and therefore you should bow down to us. It's all the same theoretical ideological base. And because it has to do with pop culture and fandom, people like to de-anchor it and unmoor it from where it comes from and what it's coming from. Because at the end of the day, all of these people only know 14 words. We must secure and I refuse to say the rest because it makes my skin crawl. But again, they have manifestos and they have credos, but they're all long forms of 14 words that their job is to secure their place at the top of the food chain, at the top of the hierarchy, and however they have to do that. And oh yeah, by the way, please note and remember, women serve. Right. No ifs, no ands, no buts. You get what we give you, only as much as we give it to you, only how we give it to you and within restrictions in the world we say you can have. And that's why you get places that have men rights places where if you get married there or you get divorced there, you could find out that your husband can bind you to the state if you've made the mistake, and at this point it's hindsight, but it's a mistake of breeding with him. And he has a child that he can now anchor you to where he says you can be and where you can thrive. And because it translates into the real world to a, a tangible thing that these guys can see, it provides proof to them that the way that they want to talk about fandom is right. That the way they want to live their life in their fantasy world is right. This is mine. It is for me. Look, if it wasn't true, that judge wouldn't have said, no, she can't take his kids out the state. Yes, she has to have permission before she can bring another man around him. No, he doesn't have to have supervised provision. No, we don't close the boyfriend loop for gun laws, even though he's a whole ass stalker. And we've got proof that he swatted and harassed women online. That's not dispositive of what he does in the real world. That's the internet. Right. It's just video games. Right. Until you storm a castle. Until you storm a castle. And speaking of storming castles, the this is these people are literally Trump's followers. Gamergate was basically not so much the precursor as the foreshadowing. Man, it was it was the test ground for the rhetoric. It was the test ground for the rhetoric, and people found each other with it because it or was the, so widespread. Or if you're in WoW, it's just flat out a recruiting tool. <laughs> It was a massive recruiting tool. Speaking of which, during this time, you also had more, like, social media was, like, really beginning to grow. So places like Facebook, where you could create groups and meet like minds and share ideas, became recruitment grounds. Discord, you people would use Discord, like, meme farms in Discord specifically to recruit people. Um, there's, it's really hard for me to watch 
especially black people or queer people using literally Nazi recruitment tools in casual conversation. Because they're not Nazi recruitment tools. The West, <laughs> the West likes to pretend like Hitler is the first person to have done this and the only person to have oh, done it. Oh, no, no. It. When I mean Nazi recruitment tools, I mean neo-Nazi recruitment tools. Like, I mean, you, you mean the literal. I mean, oh, I okay. mean literal. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I was like... No, no. I am being 100% literal white supremacist, KKK, neo-Nazi, and Nazi recruitment tools. Okay, I was like, because some of these people came to Trump by way of Stalin, you know? (laughs) No, some of these people definitely came this way by way of Stalin. You are absolutely right. So, I got Uh, a little... We get a little short-sighted. Right, so like, what I'm talking about is like when they took the Pepe the Frog meme, which still makes me wildly uncomfortable to see. Yeah, that's never that's never gonna be no the, the leader the leader killed it like like the per the originator drew this ugly ass frog god bless this man's heart because he is such a nice man and that that frog is hideous um <laughs> he's never getting it back it's gone no shade on his art style well he even killed it himself because he knew that he was never getting it back nazis literally like uh white supremacists literally turned it into a recruitment tool f- to pull in like-minded people that they can induct into these groups um because everybody likes a cult the 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 popular one that's going around right now that's like making my skin crawl is um that, like, skin crawling bacon. Oh, i have so much skin crawling my face um that that little that white blonde basic girl is actually based off of it is that like blonde white chick and they've been comparing it with like basic things like a latte etc that's actually an anti-semitic meme how fun yeah it's an anti-semitic meme oh noted yeah so (laughs) that's great Mm -hmm. oh it's actually it's based off of the good housewife thing Oh, that's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I want to fight things. Yeah, it's a Nazi recruitment meme. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got, why couldn't they just take something from American History X? Something was, that actually well, has. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it's, it's a comparison on, well, it took for like, this is a comparison for like, here is, you know, like a good, white supremacist lady and here's you know what we don't want like so it's like a women no no no, no. i get it yeah. i get yeah. that is that master race type stuff but yeah. i'm just like why do you have to pervert things in like the public domain that don't have nothing to do with you why don't you just take from yours i mean there there are plenty of movies that have your iconography and have characters if you want to uphold them and the reason i know the reason why they don't do it is because their copyrights is no joke and hollywood will cut you but but like i just like it's it's i think it's the perversion of everything that could be sacred to somebody that for them to then later find like that whole game like the one where the circle that one circle game that they play where like they're doing this and now it has oh, a, a yeah, yeah the okay yeah. i'm like i was like when that became a thing at the the army navy game and people were trying to do that and get on tv with that and they were like oh they're throwing a oh. that's right i'm like no that is that that was a game 
in college to try to catch someone's right. eye and well, then you punch the shit out of them. It didn't have anything to do with Nazis. Well, actually, what started is how that started is as someone spread the rumor on 4chan and then yeah. what and, and they perverted a game that used to be some right. country ass shit that we did <laughs> at football games. Yeah. So it's and like in college. But the person did that as how do I put it? As a way to like trick the libs. So they so it it was never a thing. It was never a white supremacist call sign. But and it is so, now. But it is now because what they did is they said on 4chan, like, you know, what this is actually a white supremacist thing. And, you know, we should do like make sure you do this. And then they like had fakes like shared on Twitter, etc., being like, look what Nazis are doing. And then so now you have people doing this call sign out on TV as a way to be like, ha 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 for the lols. But this no, is, the this, is this is literally how recruitment works. No, but the people who were doing it where but it got people, into the national mainstream conversation, right. not the people who were like getting arrested and doing it for LOLs and lols and all that shit. No, but that's it was a game. It was a college game that you yeah. did that had to do with timeouts, TV time, and catching the sideline of somebody who was at the network. It was literally a game. And the fact that people almost got washed out of military academies because they were playing a game and they're like, they're like, I'm not a Nazi. This isn't a Nazi thing. What are you talking about? We've been doing this for years. It's, it was passed around through dorms. So when I saw it, I was like, that's not a Nazi thing. And then I went and I looked up and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. they stole it. Oh, it's an, oh, oh, that belongs to the Nazis now. Especially when you started to realize and see that even though they were doing it for lols, people were actually getting arrested and being in custody who were like had tattoos of swastikas and shit on them. And they were doing that shit as a call sign in court. And at that point, there's no coming back from there. They have it. They own it. They've perverted it. It's theirs. So you start talking about recruitment tax ta tactics turning into subversive warfare at that point mm -hmm. and and working and then you have twitch streamers and <sighs> youtube gamers who have hundreds of thousands of followers who literally just spout anti-semitic extremely racist extremely like all of these beliefs and they have followers who follow them who then go and harass other streamers who are of color or who are queer or who and, they've name dropped as or being they've, one of enemy. Name dropped as an enemy. And they'll like do it on Twitch. So on Twitch, if you're following, so there's like six, 60 people watching a person stream. That person's like, let's go fuck with this person. And they do a raid on somebody else's. That means they give you all of their followers who are then who are watching their stream. So you're passing right. on the same 60 followers. Right. So then those 60 followers would then just nonstop harass, like flood the Twitch chat with just like absolute like hatred. And it, it was just really bad. And Twitch wouldn't do to anything about it. And Twitch knew about it. And this is actually, yeah. you know, a function of Twitch, you know, to like help, you know, people like get more views but it was be it was a tool that was being abused and finally they added a thing where like you can't get rated except for people on like the same team or followers etc which is the thing i immediately clicked um but these people who are doing it weren't getting in trouble instead they're getting like sponsorships 
because hate sells in America and the world over. We've monetized, uh, we've placed a value on this type of, this kind of commentary. I mean, come on, let's be real. It wasn't until almost 2017 that you saw an actual full tide change to where people were like, no, Gamergate is a bad thing. And, and right. you know. But and- that's also when they found out that Charleston was organized on Discord. Right. And in Facebook group meets. And in Facebook group meets. And um, and I what I think is deeply ironic is no one has talked about how much meetup gets used for this shit. Meetup gets a shit gets totally used up for this. I think that's also probably the reason why they started like pulling meetup and using it for business. But these people are business owners. Right. So you can't stop that. But it, I mean, like the simple fact that we went three years later before Zoquin's book, Crash Override comes out and people really start putting uh, a, a direct objective of perspective on Gamergate and talking about online harassment and changing the narrative away from girls are destroying games because XYZ. Oh yeah. And this is what's happening to the girls because of this thing. But, but the fact that it took three years before they disconnected the if then conversation, starting with the girls being the problem and the equaling being the boys reacting and I'm deliberately using terminology like girl and boys because that's the logic of the people in the mainstream and outside of the world of gamers and hell, fandom in, in general, who were talking about it. They were talking about it like this was children and, 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 or, you know, emerging out of adolescence, young adults, new adults. That, that's what I was like. Um, I know for a fact that dude who's harassing everybody and swatting folks is like in his 40s. He is not a new adult. He ain't seen new since the 80s. What are y'all talking about? But no one really wanted to talk about the very adult overtones and the subversive nature of what they had allowed to ferment for three years unchecked until they were pissed off that Quinn book got nominated under related works for a Hugo in 2018. Then suddenly they want to have the backlash. And then you started running into the, the puppies who are slamming the awards and saying no one should win because this is all trash. And then you get the, you run into the sci-fi and they're pissed off that NK Jensen takes the award. Oh, her work isn't up to snuff. She doesn't match the, she's, she's not worthy of being compared to the golden age of sci-fi. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then people have a problem with Marie Lu, And I'm like, uh, she games and writes comics. Some of your favorite comics, you should be quiet. You don't want to make her mad. And then, you know, suddenly it's a theme that you can talk about and you can sell books about it, but we're still not doing anything about how we allowed this stuff to get subverted and perverted and owned by hate groups. Enter 2020, (laughs) I guess, right? Hmm. Right. Hmm. Mr. Silent One. Just listening. I mean, you're you're walking us right up and you're walking us right to like, what, last Wednesday? Yes. Uh, yeah, like we're, like, we're, like we're on a journey right now as an audience. <laughs> so I don't yeah, so I'm just here I'm just here listening. Like we're all listening. It's very important, like I said, from the sounds of it, just from everyone responding from the last week's events, a lot of folks forgot this stuff. So um not Or they were given permission to ignore it. Right, which has been he wasn't done talking. We interrupted. I'm sorry. Oh, Aaron. no, that's right, absolutely Aaron. no problem. No, I'm saying this is going to be a 10-pole episode. This is actually a very <laughs> important movie, 10-pole. That's all I'm saying. As, as a 
as a producer type, this is actually one of those things where I'm just looking at where you put it and you put it up high in the sun. That's all. Go on, continue. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty then. I mean, I don't I know. Mean, so like, the, and the worst yeah. part about like not Big being able to I know, right? <laughs> the worst part about not being able to like, I'm a person who can't for like, I can't forget. Like, I you still stream. I still stream. You don't have the luxury to forget this. I don't, and but on top of it, like, once I see something, I can't separate it. Like, my brain does not make that separation and like i come from like i am black and then my mother's side of the family is are german immigrants who came from germany and were victims of the nazi regime i've got like like passed down family ptsd on, on both like and all the way down my genetic code I'm black and I'm from North Carolina and I live somewhere where I watched a group of people decide based on a rumor started on Facebook that a new apartment complex that was being put up was going to be for immigrants and black people. So they burned it down. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot. And erected a cross. That's great. In the foundation. That's fantastic. And then later found out that it was actually supposed to be housing for white people. Because they were attempting to gentrify the area. Nope. But a rumor, a rumor started in a pop culture chat, ended in an apartment complex being burned to the ground and left with a big, huge, glorious cross ablaze. And I'm like, oh, that's the clan. <laughs> right. Great. But yeah, we don't we don't really have the luxury. We, and plus, come on, I'm on book Twitter all the time. I'm on regular Twitter. I'm on black Twitter. But a lot of the notifications that I get have to do with authors and writing and the writing Twitter and book Twitter and film Twitter. And if you think y'all got problems, hang out on film Twitter and book Twitter and YA Twitter for just a minute. Because some of the same people who were in 4chan acting up found out that a lot of the women who they targeted had cross friendships with women who wrote YA who were getting picked up to write um, novels or do novelizations for Star Wars, uh, for Marvel. Like Marjorie Liu does Wolverine. How well do you think that went over when Marjorie first started? And Marjorie's a badass. So yeah, I like I, I may have jumped out of the gamer world, but I found out much to my dismay very quickly, I didn't get away from these people because nothing happened to them when they were swatting people in 2014 and they were doxing people in 2015 because nothing happened to them and nobody stopped the conversations and moderated or shut anything down or reported anybody when they were making death threats uh, on 4chan and in Facebook groups and they were getting together and meeting up and going places and crashing cons. Uh, all of that stuff was duplicated in book Twitter to authors of color and queer writers and at just conventions. And then, come on, then you have Broly, uh, the voice actor for him and what happened with his harassment and then him suing and then trying to sue for defamation, which led to the great, you know, thread knot with Greg Duquette talking about his lawsuit and breaking it down because of those idiots. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was, so, that was one of those where, like, so I follow trans Twitter and dev game dev Twitter, which intersects with book Twitter, really. Like, I mean, it's almost yeah. like a, it's a Venn diagram. It is. <laughs> like trans Twitter and game dev Twitter and like like especially like book Twitter and young like YA Twitter like it's just it's just yeah. a Venn diagram. But um, I do political Twitter and law Twitter because I may not practice law, but it's still my bag. And book Twitter and then intersects over with film Twitter and TV Twitter, and so I can't get away from any of this. Like it's 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 ridiculous when you say when I want to decompress, I go look at things on Black Twitter. Right. Right, <laughs> like, like that's just like black Twitter is like that's a whole different, and that's even before you get to the clubhouse, you know. But yeah, but I yeah. realized really quickly you couldn't get away from any of this stuff, and 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 the same actors, and this is but particularly the same bad actors were showing up, and then God forbid you get into the people who had managed to really make a name for themselves, you know, who are now currently imploding, like starting Milo who tried to do the, you know, the classic, I got a black boyfriend move. Cause you know, taking black dick apparently means you can't be racist. And I was like, sure. I'm like, uh, I mean, the, it's, the, it's the magical, dick, but not, I'm like the dick <laughs> means absolutely nothing. Zero, zero, absolutely zero. zero to how you actually feel about different races. Yeah. Or, you know, the Taj you like to touch does not save you from being a whole ass trash bag of a person. And But when you would get into these conversations where people would try to tell you, oh, well, you know, and you get into the proclamations of allyship. And if you watch trash TV, which I do because I have insomnia, which means I watch a lot of reality TV because they give me no choice. You can, you can count at least twice an episode when you get people in here who are adults, well off, and should know better, who say things like, I'm in no way racist, right after having sent a big, huge, long screed to somebody where they used the monkey emoji to describe them. Oh, well, I didn't know that was associated with Black people. <laughs> really? Because that's the old one. Or you get other things where someone says like, well, I'm an ally. But I can't condone what you guys did this summer. You know, violence is never the answer. But then two seconds later, you hear them going on a big, huge rant about how they shouldn't have had to show ID or have a waiting period to go get that ammo they wanted to buy. But then you just say violence isn't the answer. Why you need a gun? You know, if God, if God is the only one who can judge you and save you, why do you need anything except, you know, four walls and some water? Enter 2020. <laughs> or should we say enter 2016 really enter 26 yeah honestly enter 2016 and you have all of these people like you this festering thing that's been growing over the decades that is now on the internet increased through social media with like without get, taking any accountability on any of the trash that they've done now they have their presidential candidate who literally embodies everything that they believe and what they feel like they deserve. And it's that second one that showed up in 2016. Deserve. Right. Actually, you know, I think we need to backpedal a minute. We have to say eight years earlier. Actually, no. Six years earlier. Midterm elections. There we go. 
fear. Yes. When fear set in and we discover that this thing that I don't care what anyone says is the adult version of 4chan known as the Tea Party became a thing. When they realized that these low-key online harassment, propaganda, subversion techniques were actually impactful and effective, and they had been able to do effective recruiting, they became a political party and said, okay, fine, we don't need to be online. Let's get real. By the way, a chunk of that came out of the MRA groups where the intellectuals and lawyers were. Uh, well, yeah, you know, there's a reason well, why they say first, first kill the lawyers. Except right. me, exempt me. I don't practice. No, no. <laughs> Except me. Y'all don't want, y'all don't want that. Don't come over here. Like, look, because I think my preferred house, if you ever wanted to know if I was trying to live in a place to where no one would be like, I could be unassuming, but protected. Remember what the house and the accountant looked like. That's what my house, if I had the wherewithal, with the big huge in the in the front living room and in the garage, I'd have them guns. Don't accept me. I'm a keep me. I'm a good lawyer. You want me on your side, Un- unless you mess with my friends, and then well, then you have a problem. But like, but there's a reason why it started coming up out of MRA. There's a reason why you started seeing these people. Come on, somebody who used to be on real world road rules ended up holding office at a federal damn level. I forgot that mother. That's where that motherfucker was. So like we, we, we pulled all these things together and yeah, we elected a black president, but I don't know what you guys saw happening directly after the election. But what I saw was an immediate turn of white people saying, okay, well now we gave them this thing. We have to control him. We need to put a leash on him. We need to send people with him to keep him in check. Now, I don't know if you've caught all the dog whistles and coded speeches in those sentences, but I did. And they immediately turned around and they sent people to him who would be hostile to his purposes. And that's when you realize we had a federal version of the moderator on 4chan and his name is Mitch McConnell. Yep. And he did a call to arms. My job, my one sole purpose will be to see this president be a one-term president. And if I fail to accomplish that goal, it will see that none of the endeavors that he seeks to qualify and bring to the American people come to pass. Remember when the, remember when the former Senate leader was just like, I am not passing. I'm not letting this ridiculous bill for that would like, that's anti-abortion rights get through here. We are not doing that. And then he retired and went, fuck y'all. That guy. Yeah. That guy. I can't remember his name, but it's all the same thing. And it comes from the same place. And it comes from journalists treating Gamergate like it was a child's issue. Like it was children. It comes (laughs) from, it comes from journalists and it, it, it comes from bloggers being allowed to talk about something in a non-objective fashion. It comes from not requiring anybody to fact check for, you know, if you want to have a situation where you talk about both sides, the narrative for both sides only happened after men thought they controlled the conversation. 
Right. And, and like when we're talking about both sides, you're talking about people's identity. Like it's literally, do you have the right to live or do you not have the right to live? Like that's what's both sides about that. It's really clear. Well, because there are people who don't think the answer to that question is yes. I mean, true, but they're just trying to like not say that they believe the answer is yes. No, 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 no. What they want to do is they want to have a conversation with someone who will be so outrageous as to say the answer is yes. So the other side can say, but wait, they don't say no. True. They say, but wait, that's the kind of both sides argument they wanted to have. And that's what they learned in Gamergate. That's what they, they impact, they were very impactful and they were very, very, very targeted and, and very clear as to what their purpose was. And that's why you started seeing people like Milo get power and the little boy who did the makeup, who made friends with the Kardashian and thought dating a white black boy Jeffrey, would him. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Star. Star. And you started seeing all of these people strategically placed to start talking in this same kind of narrative circle. And it made people of color and, and non-cis people have to combat that, which meant the conversations they needed to be having about language and conversation and stopping linguistic drift and the narrowing of meaning and the perversion of, I don't know, everything from happening got put on pause. And then the next thing we know, we have a whole Congress and Senate full of racists and bigots and no one wants to talk about it because their job was to keep the president under control. And every single person who came out of this found that to be acceptable because they were taught that was their job as apex predators, as alphas, set the agenda. And then you have the, t I, I affectionately refer to them as tech rotarians who believe oh. that true, no who believe that true neutrality comes from tech and not taking any side, even though philosophy and experience tells us that is not possible. Yeah, that's by, fun. By not taking a side, you are choosing a side. And um, I'm sorry, tech already took a side, and tech took the side of money and economic slavery. That's the right. side tech took. And tech also likes to pretend that they are free of bias as they program these AIs that are clearly flawed because they don't incorporate people of color. But is it bias when the world is centered around you? That See, that's the most, but that's the both sides conversation they want to have. How can you accuse me of bias when all I did was center myself? Well, there are people who can't wash their hands because your sensor didn't work because you didn't test it on black people's hands. Right, but that just means they didn't turn their hand over so the sensor could see the white part because I didn't tell it not to see that. It can't see the white part either. That's how badly it was. But that's the both sides <laughs> conversation they want to have. You and I both know it's bullshit. And I see Eric down there with smirk, so clearly he thinks no, he's giggling. I, I can hear sound. He can't even like keep it all in. I hear the giggles. That's I hear great. the giggles happening, Aaron. <sighs> yeah. Oh, God, tech is infuriating. Oh, God. Yeah. They hurt my head. I just like I would literally just rather deal. Just oh, but come on! The, the first thing that tech, tech did, but like remember, before tech, there was the lean business model. They they slide everybody in that the okay. lean no, business model. The worst part about the lean business model is that it's not okay. So breathe it the out. The lean business level, the lean bleh, lean business model is not actually executed correctly <laughs> in the U.S. 
and it's really infuriating. Are you surprised? No. I just, I am a person built for efficiency. I see things that I'm like, this is how efficiency works. These are how like systems should work. And then like the lean business model that is executed by people who don't know how work goes. Technically, the lean business model is functioning as intended in the United States. Control your eye twitch. Hear me out. No, no, no. It's fine. Hear me out. The purpose of the lean business model is the elimination of waste in products and processing. Correct? But they're creating more Uh, waste. uh, uh, (laughs) That is the purpose of the lean business model, correct? Correct. If you consider the cost of HR and payroll to be waste and inefficient processing, what does the lean business model tell you to do with those things? And that's where I say, (laughs) I agree with you that, yes, with that mindset that it is that it is waste by the model, except that the end result is more waste. The end result is sales and goodwill on the consumer front. If the waste lies in your payroll, all you have to do is keep cutting. But but am I wrong? Am I wrong? The wrong part is, is that it isn't the wrong part is, is that there is waste on the consumer end. Really? Is it waste that drags down the profit margin of the company? Yes. That's the problem. (laughs) Is it the kind of waste that can be offset by further cutting costs and human numbers? within the business model. I'm not talking about a sustainable business model. I'm simply talking about the question I asked. I'm not talking about sustainability of business. <laughs> you and I both know this entire thing collapses if you want to have sustainability of business. Control your eye twitch, answer my question. Answer my question. Uh, if you, you want can't your, do it. If you want your business to die, then it's fine. Right. And how much does tech care about anything other than proving their proof how much do they care let's be real at the end of the day these tech companies when they come in here and they want to make their money and they want to get to their ipo most of them are only interested in proving it making a sellable model and then doing what and then you have we work which uh-huh collapsed but all they want to do is sell it and make all of that extra waste and extraneous problems someone else's problem which is fail. then how they don't fail no, I mean, we work failed. <laughs> well, we work failed because they ran into the problem of not being able to hide their process inefficiencies and their product, um, their product flaws because of pandemic. Pandemic. Oh, no, it was, so it was actually. Wait, they were already on their way. Yes. But the pandemic ended. So the, pandem- so the pandemic killed it. Yes. But they the were on their way out. But they had already, I, I swear to God, they, they had already declared bankruptcy. Right, but if you but if you pivot away from something like the WeWork model and you go back into thinking about tech and we talk about just app-based businesses, what is the sole purpose of what they really want to do? Do they really care or are they more interested in the most efficient means of setting up their business to be able to maximize their money to make their product have proof of concept and sell it? 
That's why you have tech businesses that are now figuring out, oh, wait, we can stay and be a, 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 we can be a titan of industry. We just have to fight anybody who tells us we can no longer exist on the lean business model. Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Instacart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is All we have to do is convince them. Laws. Say what? As they're trying to manipulate contract laws. Oh yeah, no, they're not. Con- that, I mean, they're not. They don't have to manipulate contract law. All they have to do is convince the state and federal government that their scope of work never needs to be broadened from being deemed solely a tech company. If they can convince the powers that be that they have no business obligation, therefore no legal obligation to include where their profits are derived from in their scope of work and service, they never have to deviate from the lean business model and they can pass all of the cost of inefficiencies that exist by continuing as a business that functions under the lean business model directly under the consumer. But in a world that's dealing with a pandemic, how much can the consumer, like consumers like me, who can no longer drive, push back? If they then turn around and they create a monopoly by doing things like, say, passing Prop 22 in California at the same time that they're doing back-end negotiations with stores that own Vons and Albertsons to convince them that since their drivers won a case that made them independent contractors and therefore not employees protected by their union, they can legally fire all of those drivers and hire DoorDash and put them under a contract and eat their payroll costs, which they didn't pass and extrapolate on to the public. So if you want to talk about how tech does it, if you can get someone else to eat the cost of your inefficiencies, do you care about them? If you can convince state and federal governments, if you can convince people to tell their government, don't regulate me, and then you have places like here where Amazon is so big that any regulations Amazon threatens to pull out of your city, which will tank your entire state economy. Right. Well, I mean, in California, you have places here. And ironically enough, this is also something that came out of the techniques that were used on 4chan because 4chan started talking about how they were trying to undermine and control people in the other place where conspiracy theories come from. YouTube talking about, um, you know, blood sourcing. Uh, and how if we don't stop them from regulating and stepping in, well, then people won't have access to health care that they need. And in this in, in California, they actually managed to take down a bill that was going to require companies to provide proper care for people who needed dialysis on a regular basis. And the reason why they wanted to do it is because it was discovered that two separate multinational corporations owned almost every single dialysis center in the state and they closed the ones that they deemed to be non-viable profits even if they had a hefty community need and there was nothing anyone could do about it because it was a private entity and they had convinced people to not regulate them so they attempted to pass a proposition that would have forced regulation and forced a business model change and it died here and social media killed it and YouTube commentary killed it, and marketing, and they actually got people who were on dialysis to go into commercials and speak up because they told them, if you don't, we'll close your clinic. They extorted them the same way Amazon does at a hyper level. uh, Corporate companies do at a level here. And that's when you get into this whole idea of what am I entitled to? 
who who owes me and where should I get it from? And then you've got all these message board and you've got YouTube telling me, well, if we didn't have to deal with queer people and trans people and black people and women, especially black women, I'm sorry that my grades were better than yours and my resume is fabulous, coming in here and taking, quote, taking our jobs. You know, or if we didn't have to fight with black men who filled their quota, like they're not confident and talented and working three times as hard to do the job better with less. Cause you know, that doesn't happen. I didn't have just lost your goddamn job in industry to fucking robots and uh, robot operators. Or better yet, if you hadn't decided that cap and trade was bad and that our government should stop negotiating on a UN level and go into the WTO because you didn't like it and the WHO wasn't nice to us and they just wanted our money because all of these things that are propagated, YouTube, I mean, I can't, I, the last couple of times I was watching a streamer, they started talking about political stuff and I was like, uh, that's not, that's not how do we need to bring back conjunction junction? Cause homie, that's not even how a bill gets passed. What are you talking about? I was like, I was, I'm watching this guy tell his followers. I don't even remember who it was. Cause I got pissed off and I broke my laptop and I had to buy a new one because I literally <laughs> threw it and we'll just won't discuss the, the tech destruction in my house that has happened. Yeah. And, and he's just going off on this rant the whole time. And I'm like, and you're playing a super bloody shooter. So you've already got people hyped. And they're super amped and you're murdering people. And I will say this, he was pretty good at Overwatch. Although it wasn't Overwatch, but he's he, you, never mind. I almost tangented right into talking about a game. Like, no, he was really good at the murder death detail. And but the whole time that he's talking, he's doing this whole political spiel. And I was like, he knows just enough to be dangerous. He 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 knows just enough to pervert facts to an, his alternate purpose. It's just like the whole time you kept wanting to go, but, but, and I kept sticking you to the specific question I was asking you about the application of the lean model. He was doing the same thing, talking about libertarian principles of the regulated economy for fuck's sake. And I was like, that's not how, like bitch, even Ayn Rand didn't say that stuff. And that broad was out there. So Ayn Rand, God. Yeah, but again, you know, you know, this is what I could say. We could say enter 2020, you know, they've established what they think they're entitled to. We've capitulated economic status I, in enter 2016. I should say, I, won't I, let, do, I, won't skip it. I do want to add specifically that yeah. these people are not unique to the Republican party. Oh, I didn't use a party. Did I, or did I just say that? No, that, this okay. isn't for you or Aaron. This is for people listening who want to automatically attribute these people to the GOP and not to leftists, quote unquote, progressives who are trying to do a literal hostile takeover of the Democratic Party without understanding what they want. Also using the same mentality of they deserve. They are using the exact same tactics and are are falling for the exact same propaganda and uh what was the word I used earlier? Like in, indoctrination tactics. I was like, you really expect me to remember a word you used earlier? A you... word is very important. You remember all of my words, like the big ones, the important. I'm sorry. Um, that's Aaron's <laughs> job. I'm just a guess. Aaron, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um 
like indoctrination tactics that white supremacists are using. So like for the record, these leftists are doing the exact same thing. And it's not even just white people who are falling for it. No, I mean, it's everybody who falls for it, who wants to talk like, oh, capitalism is the problem. Like capitalism is a theory. It's the people applying it who are the problem. It's mm. literally like, like half of my time is like, that is not what cap that that's not that's not that's not what capital like look we live in a world we live in a world where people don't even know that the reason why we are deregulated to the point that we are to where we have the problems we have with respect to union busting deregulation of lights water you know and other essentials uh an end to housing being affordable because it's being built and subsidized by our tax money which means they have to let us buy into it is because ge did everything in their power to undermine the new deal. And they were successful. Up to a, yeah. Up to a point of buying a future president, AKA Ronald damn Reagan. The movie star. Weird how things run full circle. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. No, like that. Like, some of this stuff I knew, but a lot of it, I was recently had my mind refreshed because Showtime just put out a four-part documentary about the Reagans. And if you have the means to get your hands on Showtime, please, for the love of God and all that is holy in the universe and whoever you worship or hate, watch it. Because if you want to know when this world really took a pivot and a turn, the chronology that they lay out from how Ronald Reagan went from being the head of the Screen Actors Guild and a liberal who worked his ass off to get benefits and rights for other freelance gig workers, AKA actors, to being one of the most physically conservative and warmongering, insane Republican presidents, Mr. I left my, I didn't leave my party, my party left me, future president of the United States, Episodes three, two and three will blow your entire mind. But one of the biggest things that I saw in there is the propaganda and the commercials, which would have been their version of social media in the day, that they use to convince people that the New Deal was bad, not by individual parts, but in whole, because it was going to destroy how businesses made money because of regulation. They disconnected regulation as being a mechanism that protected the people and the worker and being the means by which it stopped them from acquiring wealth. And they somehow Jedi mind tricked Everybody in the world who wasn't a business person into believing that regulations were our enemy. We are supposed to have a fully fair, regulated, free market. That right. is not what people are calling capitalism. The government used to have separations and carve outs. And I'm telling you, all this stuff, I know we sound like a whole different kind of conspiracy theory at this point, but if you follow the chronology of where we talk about all of these different methodologies and you come back and you circle back around, you find out all of the stuff that we did on social media, all the stuff that we allowed to re-emerge through Gamergate, all the way through the Tea Party, it ain't none of it's new. And we have a whole new modern authoritarian era. And now, you know, for the benefit of your, 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 you've been saying it a lot, enter 2016's election, <laughs> right? 
Or do you want to talk about at this juncture in time, why Japan ain't fucking with us? No, because but, you could go either direction at this point. You know what, no, let's talking go. about how we got here. You know what? Let's go in the 2020, 2016 election and then go into why Japan does not fuck with us and how this relates to video games as well. Because okay. this, I mean, this is, this is like off. one of my pet peeves, especially. Go off. Go off. Like I'm, again, I'm, I'm so all ears. The coalescence of all of all of this, all of this stuff from like, we, we literally just went back into the 80s, into the 70s. All of this leads up to the 2016 election where they have their figurehead who is saying everything that they believe and speak you have people off to the side saying put this man in office so we'll have a revolution never mind that those on the left don't actually want a blood revolution whereas those on the right actually do want a blood revolution by the way i mean come on let's be real chris said it best on the last regular mtr network the gop are people, aka who could be considered terrorists, who will absolutely kill the hostage. They have no issue with killing us. The, the laws and things that they have been passing, the laws that they've been voting on are specifically to kill, not them. Like, I don't, there, there is no other way to say it. All these anti trans laws are specifically to kill trans people. All of these, like, super anti-black laws the state it's, uh, treating the criminal justice system as literally state state sanctioned murder like which we are currently in the process of watching since we are about to have the third of four scheduled uh executions that bill barr made sure happened before he retired as his last hat tip to the desires of the current president Granted, these people were innocent. <laughs> oh, no. He was very careful to pick people who had all had stays and were all pending reviews, and they are now all scheduled to die. The next one up's a girl. It's a woman. Just in case y'all didn't know. I mean. Right. So they have their figurehead, and they're also campaigning for him. Specifically off of, he is saying, you deserve this. You deserve this. You deserve all of these things that you've been saying that you deserve. You deserve to be in control of all of these people that you hate or be able to kill them with no repercussion. Also, please remember the propaganda and slogans that they used and shellacked over the Orange Golgothans campaign are the exact same ones that were used by Reagan. Exactly. They're 1984. Exactly Make America the, great again. They're the exact same. The, uh, utilizing these 4chan memes as a way to campaign. If you go back far enough, you'll find their counterpart in um, uh, propaganda posters. Ironically enough, I found out the other day that the propaganda posters that they pulled up that, you know, for the real world people who don't understand memes, because, you know, the old still exist, even though we pretend they don't. Uh, it's the same company who did the the posters and the propaganda memes and the anti-Japanese uh, anti campaigns during the internment. Same damn company, same damn family, same damn printing presses. Because, you know, yep. we like continuity. Yep. Let's now, be made in America. 
What's the best way to segue this into Japan? I mean, that'll work. <laughs> Just jump in, both feet. I, I had a short circuit because there's too many places to start. Um, yeah. There's nope. too much? There's too much. I short circuited. I need a follow. I need I need a fish. <laughs> Aaron, I, I need a fish. Aaron, help the captain out. Wow. I'm watching the I'm watching the I'm watching the brain fart happen in real time. I it's need kind of the fascinating. fish. What happened? Hold on. What did I? I'm trying to segue into why Japan doesn't fuck with us, and I um, there's too much information. So well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. This is where this is where this is where my producer hat comes on. This can't be a single part episode. Ro has to come back. What? Wait. What's happening? It's too much information. This is why you're caught is because there's so much happening right now. You realize this is a three-part idea you stumbled upon, right? No. No one informed I, me of that. No, no, no. We I didn't. We didn't. No, the, the problem. No, no, the so, problem. So this isn't the first time this has happened. I, the, Aaron's blaming me for this. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying it is what it is. I like how Aaron is sealing the deal and selling it. You may have picked, you may have threw out the lure, but homie's trying to reel it in. I don't appreciate this. What's happening Here's the right deal. Now? There is just two. The problem is is that there's too many people with too many points of detail happening at the same time. Right. So you're saying we're virtual fountains of information and we've both overflowed right. too much. This is when you have people, this is when they go, oh, we'd love to have you back on the show. That's what this means. So you're going to to be continued us and we're going to pick up at uh, Japan? Listen, is that what's happening? it's been an hour and some change, yes. That's true. Well, I mean, okay, and Mr. The, Producer. Listen, here's the deal. The thing is, I don't know, like, I, I love you guys. I don't know where you guys thought that we were going to do this in an episode once you guys started talking. Like, I don't know. I, I, as soon as you guys started talking, the combined the combined amount of detail that you guys both possess, I was like, well, you know, as soon as you guys talked about 20 minutes in, I was like, we're going to do this again. <laughs> I, you, you guys are all talking like we're going to get this off in one episode, and that's cool, but. I mean, this is what Bacon and I talk about when we have insomnia. It's true. It's just easier to like say it than to like text it. I mean, so which I'm is, sorry. We could be a bit more verbose because neither one of us has to take time to try to write something down. Although apparently Bacon should have taken notes because Bacon lost a segue. I ain't losing no segue, but I'm just saying. I lost my segue. You did. I lost it so bad. I, it, it was one of those things where it's just like, where do I start? You know, I don't know. I don't pre even know where you start. Pre World War One. No, no, I refuse. I refuse. See, that's a dissertation. I know. Bacon. That's what happened. No, and then we not like, we not doing that. We not doing that. And then there's our current trade war. Okay, okay, Aaron. I, I, if if you make what is about to happen now with the person who just said our current trade war stop, I'll agree to come back and we can pick up from here. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh-uh. You're not about to make me talk about the fifth uh, largest economy or if you count the EU as a separate entity, the fourth largest economy uh, in fifty minute, in five minutes or less. No. You said if we start with their trade war, I will come to Washington and push you out your own damn window. Uh -uh. This is why all of a sudden my brain stopped and went, mm -hmm. fuck. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. I need a fish. No, I'm gonna oh, need you to deal. take a moment and, and. Oh, we need a sandwich. Yeah, you guys need that. We're, we're we're done now. I had already, like I said, this is. A, I, I realize I was producing without you guys. Um, anywho, this is gonna be a three part <laughs> series called The Road about how we got here. Sorry. Um, you guys were talking and I got to thinking. That's yeah. Okay. Anywho, um. <laughs> I am gonna have to fight both y'all. That's you know what? I I feel I feel slightly hoodwinked. Um, don't feel hoodwinked because this is literally how the podcast works. Well, you just got to witness how we do our episodes. Well, here's the thing: we can't do the topic and the details. I you want to do the people who have the information service all the time. You always want to serve them, and like I said. It, there is no reasonable way to do everything you both know service in a single episode of this program unless we do one of those three and a half hour long jammies which i have i have a deep deep resentment of the four hour long podcast listen the fact that we've had any episode breach a like an hour and last even 15 an hour and 15 minutes is because of me yes i have a and like and like a year of pleading Yes. No, a- I I understand. I listen to the show. I know what happens when Aaron is talking to not bacon. I understand. But I didn't realize that your high yellow ass was trapping me. Um, I didn't realize that you I more so um you more so trapped yourself. I don't see how that happened. I got um, asked questions, I provided commentary and right. color, and now you're saying I got to come back. But, right. But yeah, do you not want to come back? Of course I'll come back. It's fine. I'm just kidding. Okay. Shit. Okay. Well, you were coming okay. back either way, so it's all good. <laughs> okay, see now that that's a direct threat to show. It is not a direct threat. I value your information. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. willing to feed you and give you the time and the floor to share some of what you already know. That's all. I see how you managed to pull this shit off because that was kind of a smooth compliment that I appreciated. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I'll tell you you're mm-hmm. worth it to your face. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, oh, well, you can do this. I'll tell you you're worth it to your face. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'm out I here. see why you let him do this part of the conversation, Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, with that, folks, yep. this man's has managed to sit here and just let us chop it up, and he ain't had to participate at all. Well, there ain't nothing to participate in. I'm a cishead dude. I'm the downfall of fucking society. You see that? You see us? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. This is also part. I'm. I'm like. I'm not sorry that I'm partly to blame for this, but I literally said I want to have Row on because I need a not dude. Right. And frankly, well, I'm definitely <laughs> not a dude, and, that's and I have no dude. desires to be a dude. I mean, I like to borrow like, on occasion, but I'm not a dude. I am like very angry at like almost all of the dudes like around me due to just I'm not understanding why you feel like you need to explain to me why you mad at dudes I mean just the the way that things have been treated over this last while is like really lackadaisical and like for the last year I've been treated like an overwoke by some of them and I'm just like I'm going to murder well, I mean, if you are going to murder, please remember that Chris and I did uh, an episode on the MCR network about a, a show that was on Prime Video called The Lie that 
very carefully explains on many levels while not ever giving advice on how to do the murder on the things that you might want to take into consideration before you in fact you know murder just saying i actually remember that episode and it was really great it was really funny that's because we were not sober and that movie was trash (laughs) both of those things were true i'm just saying chris allowed me to be myself it's not my fault. And Y'all did too. Y'all let me be a smarty pants. That's not safe. No, it's what I safe. wanted. Cause there's some, there's some things I'm just like, I have the knowledge of, but I also just don't have a hard time articulating due to too much information running through my head and trying to come out my mouth at the same time. So it's nice to like, like have that, have like another person who knows the same information and be able to pick up and be like, and this is where we're going. And I'm like, yes. Thank I you. I mean, I can follow. I'm look, I very frequently am not the driver. I am now permanently not the driver. I'm a rather relatively good navigator. I can read roadmaps. I mean, bookmarks, stop signs, comments. Right. Right. I just have like one of those maps and it's like I'm holding it upside down. There's a bunch of notes on it that are Although I am slightly down. frightened that I am able to read the bacon roadmap. That I I that might end up on my resume as a kill, key skill and ability cuz I'm just saying it's I'm, very different from a lot of roadmaps. I'm sorry. It's the bacon roadmap. Yeah, you can't separate those two words. They go together. So, I mean, yeah, the, just saying. The, the bacon roadmap is a little bit different. Fair enough. Fine. I agree to come back. Yay! All right, guys. It's decided. We'll be back with all of us. For the most important information is really important because motherfuckers really, motherf- motherf- really like to forget this shit. Like we we for- people forget naturally, and then some people who for- who really love to kick that shit out the window, boy. This information and act like everything is fine. It's annoying. So we'll be back, folks. Thank you guys for listening, and have a pleasant day. Go ahead, stand your, stand your, stand your.